You are Locked On Bears, your daily Chicago Bears podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The Chicago Bears have absolutely botched the contract negotiations with Allen Robinson, but they still have time to do right by one of their most valuable players. This is Locked On Bears, and I'm your host, Lauren Cox. I'm an analyst for Pro Football Focus, and I'm here to bring you your daily, in-depth Chicago Bears news and analysis. Today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKEDON and you'll get 20% off your next order. On the show today, a deep dive into the mind of Alan Robinson. We'll be joined by Tyler Dunn from GoLongTD.com. He just did an in-depth, not only an in-depth exclusive interview, an article on Alan Robinson's last year, talking to him personally about what contract negotiations have been like, how the Bears have not been communicating, what that was like going through the season, Alan Robinson's thoughts on the team, where things are going, and so much more. It is the closest to Allen Robinson and the most in-depth reporting we've gotten on any of this situation. He also held a Zoom call for his subscribers to just meet and hang out with Allen Robinson on Friday night. I mean, it's the coolest thing. So Tyler's going to join us and kind of share his perspective on Allen Robinson, the person and the whole Bears situation and where he thinks it could go from here and how Allen Robinson might feel about the franchise tag as well. So it's a fun conversation. You might notice I sound a little bit differently than I normally do on the podcast. It's because I'm doing the podcast on the road a little bit here. I am not at home with my technical setup. I've got a microphone. I've got recording capabilities, but it's not quite as crystal clear and crisp. So I appreciate you putting up with that this week for the podcast, but I promise the content you'll get today from Tyler Dunn and some of the other guests we're having on is well worth it. All right, joining us now on Locked on Bears is Tyler Dunn. He is the founder and sole proprietor of Go Long with Tyler Dunn. It's a a daily football newsletter that really covers the NFL in a unique way. It really is in-depth storytelling, interviews, and just reaching readers and consumers in a way that I think is fresh and new and different and worth every penny. Tyler, really appreciate you making the time to join us today. How are you enjoying uh, being your own boss a little bit more and kind of having control over your own outlet here? Oh man, well, th- thanks so much for having me on, man. It's a it's a pleasure and an honor um, to reach out to you, to your listeners, and man, I just really appreciate the time. Uh, yeah, it's been great. I- I've been loving every second. You know, it's when it when it's your ass. I tell you what, man. It's uh, you you wake up in the morning and you, you're ready to go. I mean, I always was, but it, it, it's it's next level when you know you're creating something from scratch. When you know that that's the American dream, right? If it succeeds, it succeeds. If it doesn't, it doesn't. I, I love that that pressure. I, I love that adrenaline rush every day. Um, we've got one daughter. We've got a baby boy on the way, so that adds to it too. And um, <laughs> it's been it's been a hell of a lot of fun. I'm I'm loving it. It's just you know a lot of media companies, uh, not not just BR. I mean, every everywhere you look, it, it's, I think that a lot of media today is moving away from the storytelling. Yes. the explanatory uh, type of story. So I, I just saw a niche, you know, the, to write these kind of stories, um, do it on my own with my own newsletter publication, and hopefully uh, folks will want to support it. And so far, so good. Yeah. And 
I think a part of what makes this unique, and, and this will tie in, you know, you get not only do you get the, the long form stories, well reported, especially well reported, but well written, really long, in depth covering every aspect of it, but then you get different discussion threads getting back and forth with readers. You have Q and A's with former players, some big names you've had come through there, and you also do a not only the Go Long podcast, but you'll do Zoom happy hours on Friday. Sometimes you'll have very special guests, including this most recent Friday. You had. Chicago Bears wide receiver Allen Robinson, maybe not for long Chicago Bears wide receiver Allen Robinson, but future free agent wide receiver Allen Robinson. So not only did you write a great in-depth piece on his future called Go- The Truth of The Truth on Allen Robinson, but then you also had him on for the Zoom happy hour. Let- let's start with the let's start with the chat. What was that like? What is what is Allen Robinson just like sitting on a Zoom chat hanging out from a long distance? It was incredible. I mean, it was beyond any expectations. I had it. And trust me, my expectations were, were right up there. Just knowing Alan, I've known him um, since his Jacksonville days. I think, uh, you know, we met, it might've been the summer of 2017, um, d- did a story then into that contract year. And then we had spoken earlier this season. Um, kind of the impetus of that is just from afar, seeing all the issues in Chicago and like, how do you stay sane through that? And then actually at the end of the year, I, I just figured we'd chat again. And, and I wrote it as a column. And because, you know, I don't need to tell your listeners, it just seems insane to me that it even got to this point that your best player um, is now, you know, possibly walking right out the door when he yeah. wanted to be there. And I to answer your question, yeah, that, that Zoom happy hour was fun. He, I, I didn't know how long he'd be able to stick around for it. I was thinking, ah, maybe 15, 20 minutes. He stayed from start to finish the full hour, wow. answered all of the reader's questions, um, you know. We're just sit, sitting there throwing back beers. I don't know. We probably had 25 people or so in there, 25 subscribers. And I thought you were going to say 25 beers for Alan Robinson. <laughs> I wish. that's like, wow, tell. it's off-season time for sure. It is definitely. Um, and he was great. I mean, he was exceptional. He just he was honest about the whole bear situation. I think that I, I want those Zoom happy hours to kind of be a staple of go long because it's, it's just a chance for guys to kind of speak freely um, intimately with, with fans. And th- that's exactly what it was. So, um, yeah, but we're, we're definitely going to crank out the long form stories and do plenty of that, but I, I want to bring the fans directly to the people they watch and really get to know those players in a unique way. And I, I think that this hopefully can get it done over, over time. Yeah. I, I want to get your thoughts on Robinson's contract situation and just kind of how everything's played out over the last year, but, but how, how do you, how did you build this relationship with Robinson? You said you started in Jacksonville, but like how how did that start, and how have you maintained that? Because Alan doesn't seem like a guy that, you know, he doesn't do a lot of media. He doesn't like to go talking all that much. He's not a big talker on the field, let alone off the field. So, like, how how have you cultivated that? Why do you think he connects with you more than he does, you know, the local media in Chicago? I, I'm not quite sure. I, I think it's just, I mean, like anything with with the job, you know, I, I started, um, at least in the NFL scene, you know, at the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel, then covering the Packers and then to the Buffalo news, covering the bills bleach report for four years, doing the whole league. I, I just try to approach it. Not like I'm, I'm doing interviews. I, I just want it to be conversations. I, I just want to really get to know these guys as, as, as human beings first before we, we, we talk about anything. And, and I guess that was no different with Alan. Um, when we first met, it was, yeah, like I said, that off season 2017, I believe I was in Arizona doing a few different stories at BR and we, we chatted at Exos, the training center there. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a great conversation. I didn't write anything right then. And then later that off season into the summer in Jacksonville, we went to top golf and, and 
uh, hit the golf balls around a little bit and <laughs> had a good time. I mean, it's uh, and yeah, I, mean, I remember he had a Mike Bibby uh, Grizzlies retro jersey on. He has and, such a great collection of retro oh, jerseys. It's the best. And, oh, and you know what? I used to, I, I used to collect the uh, champion 44 jerseys, you know, Ooh. and then, um, you know, we had a baby and I figured I'd sell them off on eBay to try to get some diaper <laughs> money. <laughs> Sad. What a shame. I wish I hung on to those. <laughs> um, I think I got one Glenn Rice. We got one Glenn Rice Hornet still kicking around in there. Yeah, you got you to prioritize, right? You keep one, <laughs> sell the rest. Exactly. <laughs> but we just had a good time. And um, yeah, I mean, I think the story then was just how he was gunning to be a Hall of Famer. I, I found that to be really interesting considering who was throwing him the ball and the team he was playing for. And he's talking about Canton. Um, and then, uh, you know, over time, we, we'd run into each other like at the Super Bowl week uh, here, maybe a post-game locker room there. And just, you know, just enjoyed chatting. And I just think he wanted to talk to somebody about this whole situation. Well, we're all glad he chose to talk to you because it's been super enlightening to both read and hear kind of inside Robinson's mind. And I'm curious to pick a little bit deeper in there and find out a little bit more about Robinson's motivations and kind of what drives his loyalty to his teams next on Locked On Bears. It feels like right now the odds are against Allen Robinson staying in Chicago long term. But I would bet we'll get an actual prop bet for odds on Allen Robinson at some point this offseason at betonline.ag. It's the number one place we trust for all of your sports betting needs. Not just football, but they do have NFL bets available for you. Even here at the end of February, the season in the rearview mirror, you've got NFL specials on some Carson Wentz prop bets for his stats with the Indianapolis Colts, what's going to happen with the Philadelphia Eagles at quarterback, and of course, 2021 Super Bowl champions, NFC championships, and so much more. Also, basketball, baseball, golf, hockey, soccer, tennis, college football, Canadian Football League, NFL draft prop bets as well. So many different ways to play and win at betonline.ag. Sign up today for a free account and enter the promo code Locked on to receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. We're here with Tyler Dunn from golongtd.com, breaking down all things Allen Robinson. And Tyler, you mentioned there, and you had written about this in your story too, about the truth on Allen Robinson. Uh, he's still on the hunt to be a Hall of Fame wide receiver. Is is that the most you, you get the impression that that is the most important thing for him as far as like what motivates him as a player? I mean, obviously, he is very internally motivated. He's he stays quiet. He gets his work done. Doesn't matter. Everything else going on externally. It's very internal. Is that truly what's driving him? And, it, and then I guess, therefore, is that what will potentially drive his free agent, his potential free agency here? Because like it would seem like based on what we saw in Jacksonville and now in Chicago, the level of quarterback play he's been with will make it more difficult for, I mean, you can make an argument, I guess, being successful with a bad quarterback helps a Hall of Fame resume, but it doesn't help him get the same attention and the same victories, the same championship aspirations necessarily that you think of for a Hall of Fame wide receiver. So I guess, how strongly do you think that way? I mean, I know you can't speak for him, but do you get the impression that that is like driving factor motivator number one is I want to be a Hall of Fame wide receiver? It, it, it certainly is right up there. I, I'm not sure how he ranks it 
I, you know, and that was kind of a question I had in our conversation. I mean, can you realistically achieve both? I mean, can you get that market value contract and play for a contender that's going to help you, you know, reach those goals and check those boxes, Super Bowl, Canton, all that stuff. He didn't hesitate. I mean, he, he thinks he absolutely can. I mean, l- let's not forget the last time he was a free agent. I mean, he was coming off a torn ACL. And I, I think he was very grateful that the Bears did reach out and give him that opportunity. He made him the sixth highest paid wide receiver at the time, which is pretty good for a guy that, you know, didn't even finish his first game of that year because he wrecked his knee. Um, and, and you know, I don't, I think it's, frustrated as he is with the negotiations and how the bears just don't seem to really want him and don't seem to really want to have a serious conversation. There is a tick of loyalty in there. He's a loyal guy. I don't think he forgot that. Um, But, but yeah, I think at this point that uncertainty in Chicago um, is absolutely a factor and who knows who their quarterback is going to be, who knows how good that offense is going to be in general. And I, I think that he knows that, you know, he, for three years, he put up numbers. For three years, you know, he gave that team a lot and he, he played out a lame duck contract. Um, that's not, not a lot of guys of that talent level really do. Like not a lot of guys that are that good ever reach this point. And only two wide receivers in the NFL have more receiving yards than Allen Robinson the, the last two years. That's Stephon Diggs and DeAndre Hopkins. Allen Robinson should come as no surprise to your listeners, led the NFL in contested catches. Allen Robinson had... Mm-hmm what seven red zone targets in the first 10 games. Yeah. He doesn't want, he doesn't want that franchise tag. You know, he, he doesn't want to be paid 16 mil or whatever it's going to be for one year when he hits the market. He absolutely deserves that top five receiver money, which is going to be in the what 21 mil per year, 22 mil per year range seeking. I'm guessing he, this is me speaking for him, but yeah. um, you know, three years, maybe four years. I, he deserves it. I mean, if anybody's put in the time, if anybody's still in his prime and still has good years ahead, it's Alan Robinson. And, and if you're Ryan Pace, <laughs> if you're Joey Lane, if you're Matt Nagy, I mean, you you had this opportunity. Like he wanted to be there. He wanted to have a serious conversation. And the numbers that they threw at him were not serious. So it's, shit, I'd be pissed off if I was a Bears fan right now, right? Yeah, you would think, right? I mean, where, where do you think... Allen Robinson's loyalty to Chicago comes from. I mean, he's a loyal person, but like, is that, is it, just, is it just, well, they took a chance on me after my torn ACL. And so, you know, I, I want to be back. Or does he just love Chicago? Like, why, why? I would think logically, if you look at this from the outside, we could be sitting here thinking, the, you know, he, he's been playing for crappy offenses. He's done all this hard work and he's had an open communication and wanted an extension for the last 12, 13, 14 months. And they haven't, you know, they haven't communicated much at all. Why, why would he want to come back? I mean, do you have much of a sense of that? I, I, I would definitely say it's slim. I, I think he just kind of left that door open a, a little yeah. bit because, you know, he didn't, you know, never say never. He, he didn't want to say absolutely not. And, you know, who, who knows how this tag shakes out? Who knows where the bears stand? Bears aren't even reaching out to him. They're, the contact just hasn't, hasn't been there. I think that, yeah, there's, there's some loyalty there. I, I think that he loves the fans. I mean, he, he genuinely loves Bears fans. They've supported him. They've supported his foundation there. Um, you know, several times over in our conversation, we, we probably talked for over an hour. And, I mean, he, he would have gone on for two, three hours. He brought up the fans. And, and part of me wondered, like, why? Like, why? Why, why even care what, what they think? You know, I, I think that he knows it's overwhelmingly positive. But when he does see the negative – 
and the fans don't know that whole story of what really happened behind the scenes and how it got to this point, I think it hurts him because he really wants to have that real genuine connection with the fans there. They've embraced him in a lot of different ways. And I, I, yeah, I think that that all factors into it, but I really got the sense that, you know, he's not going to be playing for the Chicago bears next year, one way or another. When you say one way or another, does that include franchise tag? Like, would that be enough to demand a, a trade right away the way he sort of did at the beginning of the season last season? Or is like, is the franchise tag the point of no return for him? Or is there still some wiggle room there? Yeah, I think that if, if there's a tag situation, he'll draw that line in the sand. Um, like like he's so, not going to play on the tag is what you're saying? Correct. Right. Right. I, I mean, look, if the Bears really wanted to play hardball here and tag him and say, you're playing for us, we're not trading you. I mean, he'll, he'll ask for a trade. I mean, i pretty confident. Like, he'll, he'll want to get out of there if that happens. So he'll follow the Watsons and the Diggses and the Jamal Adamses. And, you know, if, if you're making a trade request now, it's a little different than week two when it lasted, what, all of one day and he practiced, he played, and he played his ass off the rest of the year. It, it, it's it's different here in the offseason. But, yeah, if, if the Bears were – I mean, I – that's right. I can't see the bears doing this, but if they were to say, no, you're playing on this tag, like it or not, you're a Chicago bear this year. And at a price, let's face it. That's going to be about six mil per year under his market value. What kind of message does that send your players in the locker room? You know, Mm -hmm. is that really what Ryan pace and his front office want to do? You know, (laughs) those guys aren't dumb in there. I mean, they were tweeting, they were tweeting pay a Rob themselves. And when this went down, like, he he's arguably the best player on the team, definitely the best player on offense. And if you're if you're gonna do him dirty and not let not let him reach his market value, um, yeah, I I don't I think that has big picture ramifications for the Bears that they don't necessarily want right now. You know, with the state of where that team is now, are they gonna tag him and try to labor toward a long term contract? Maybe, but it's not like they ever had those serious negotiations before. So I, I don't think that. You know, I I don't think that he's holding his breath or anything for that to happen. Yeah, I mean they've had they've had twelve months to labor for those contract negotiations. Why would they tag him and start now all of a sudden? I mean, it just doesn't. It does, this whole thing doesn't seem to make sense. I think I think that's go to the point that I come away with too from your from your piece on Robinson. It's just that there's no reason to not just pay him if you want him to be part of your team. What are you waiting for? What have you been waiting for? But that's the real frustration at this point, and it, it's hard to kind of piece this together. But we'll do our best and try and get a sense of the different players in this back-and-forth negotiation and how it's kind of gotten to this point next on Locked On Bears. Like I said at the top, I'm out on the road this week recording the podcast, but I couldn't go on a road trip, couldn't leave home without a delicious Built Bar here to help me with it. I've got here my Coconut Brownie Chunk Built Bar. You can hear it crinkling right into the microphone. It's the most delicious Built Bar flavor I have ever had. They've got 18 in their regular rotation. They're all incredible, but there's something about this coconut sweet and chewy inside. It's kind of like a Mounds Bar with pieces of brownie actually pushed into it. It's a limited time flavor. I don't think you can get it anymore, but you can enjoy Flavors like caramel brownie, cookies and cream, coconut almond, mint brownie, banana bread, and so many more. All covered in 100% chocolate, and they're all good for you. They're loaded up with 17 grams of protein with only 130 calories 
and only four grams of sugar. It really does taste like a candy bar, but you're getting all the macronutrients of a protein bar. It sounds too good to be true. It tastes too good to be true. If I'm being perfectly honest with you, you just have to try it for yourself. Go to builtbar.com and use our promo code locked on and you'll get 20% off your next order. That's promo code locked on for 20% off at builtbar.com. Again, we're talking all things Allen Robinson with Tyler Dunn from golongtd.com. And Tyler, what I'm fascinated about here in this in this scenario is the role of his agent, uh, Brandon Parker. And I, I don't think, I, I no way, in no means am I trying to insinuate that he's like instigating or anything, but like, how would you describe Brandon as an agent compared to other NFL agents? Because he's a guy that, you know, is very vocal on Twitter about Allen Robinson and has, is clearly advocating for Robinson's value as an agent should. That's literally his job. But I guess, yeah, what, what is Brandon Parker like and what's his role in this back and forth, I guess. Yeah, I think he's a dude that's going to fight for his clients. He's going to fight like hell for his clients. I mean, uh, I if I was a player and I'm out there, you know, busting day in and day out, and I've got an agent who's, like you said, taken to Twitter saying, throw him the damn ball. I, I'd love that. You know, I want my agent fighting for me. You know what I mean? Like, I, I think I think he's a, a really sharp agent just speaking to him. Um, the handful of times that we have, I, I think he's on top of stuff. I mean, look, his dad was Eugene Parker, the late great. And yeah, I, I think he saw up close, you know, how to really negotiate for your client, how to really fight for your client. And it's a, it's a special relate relationship that he has with Alan. He's, he's a younger guy. I think he can relate to players on their level. And um, yeah, I mean, it was it politically correct for him to be tweeting that. No, but <laughs> who cares? You know what I mean? It's like, everybody sees it. Everybody sees it. So it's like, you know, hey, yeah, it, it's in it, it, it's different than Alan because Alan is more laid back. And even in our conversation, like he went out of his way to say, you know, great things. I mean, they both did out of their way to say great things about the organization and Pace and Trubisky. And like they're very careful. They, they didn't want to throw anybody like by name under the bus here. They just wanted people to know the truth. I mean, that's why I called it the truth on Alan Robinson. Like they just wanted people to know here's. Here's what happened that we couldn't necessarily break down as it was happening. Yeah. Why do you think the truth on Alan Robinson hasn't been more clear or more communicated? Like, is that it seems like Robinson would have, I mean, given his status, he would have the platform to do so if he wanted to. And clearly, I think he trusted you to be that platform to sort of clear a lot of the air there in a way that. You know, he could have at any point in the season, I guess he doesn't want to be a distraction right during the season, but this is, this has been kind of a long time coming. And all of a sudden, you know, your, your article is posted February 18th. It could have been at any point along the way. Why, why do you think he played it like this? Or, or I guess, why do you think it played out like this? You know, I, I think that Alan Robinson, um, he, he's not alone in this vice. I, I think that a lot of players, when they're in a contract year, they're, they're kind of stuck in this in this weird spot. And, and this is something that I don't know if fans really can, can fully grasp. And, and I thank Alan for kind of getting into it, but you know, we talk about how much he loves the fans and, and, and wants to play for them and fight for them and all of that, you know, a, a player in his contract year, they're, they're, they're asked questions from the media, from us in the media constantly contractually. And, you know, how, 
where, what's the latest on your contract? Um, why did this happen? Why did that happen? You know, it's, it's pretty re- regular. And, and trust me, I, I think it's great that we have that access and granted it wasn't the same this year with COVID and hopefully <laughs> we get back inside of yeah. locker rooms to talk to these guys face to face, but you don't hear much from George McCaskey. You don't hear much from Ryan Pace. You don't hear much from any owner or any GM on any team through a contract year, through a negotiation. You know what I mean? I mean, they're, if it's they want to get messaging out, yeah. you know, they're, they're going to leak stuff to, to the media. They're not going to put their name to it and speak at a mic. So I don't think that Alan Robinson and, and, and Brandon Parker's agent, you know, they didn't come out and say this. This is me kind of, you know, connecting dots. I don't think yeah. they were that thrilled to see numbers reported that weren't coming from them. Right. Like, if, if, you know, sometimes it was high, sometimes it was low. Um, it, it's come, if it's not coming from them, where is it coming from? Probably coming from the team. <laughs> and this yeah. is a situation you see pop up often. I mean, he, he's not alone. This happens all the time. And it's not like, you know, George McCaskey's going to stand at a mic and answer questions and, and speak on it. Like it's, it's, it's more, it's more behind the scenes. And that's, that's where, you know, the, then the players are made out to be greedy. You know, how dare that player ask for this much money or want this or want that. And the truth kind of gets muddied up along the way. And, and sadly, that's kind of what happened here. Where at the end of the day, Alan Robinson had another fantastic season. He should get paid. He should be a bear because he wanted to be a bear all along. And now he wants out. Well, fortunately, we all have you to help us set the record straight. You have Alan has you to help set the record straight. And now we have you to to get really the, the straight record straight from Robinson himself. No anonymous sourcing, no leaked numbers here and there to the media. Tyler, I really appreciate you making the time to join us. Tell everybody a little bit more again about Go Long, where they can subscribe, what they get and all that good stuff. Absolutely, man. And, and thank you so much for having me on. Um, you can go right to uh, my website, golongtd, um, as in my initials.com and plug in your email. And you've got a couple options. If you want to just give us a shot, see if you like it, you can sign up for the free emails. And when you do that, every story that's free posted, it'll go right to your email inbox. And that's what the cool thing about it. Like, yeah, you can go to our URL, but man, we're all on our emails all the time. All the stories are right there. You can read them there. If you like that, you can subscribe for everything, anytime, seven bucks a month, 70 a year. I'm always having promotions and offers. So just follow me on Twitter at Ty Dunn for that kind of stuff. And, you know, when you, when you get that, you know, that's, I think you kind of tap into the, the community aspect of everything. And that includes, uh, you know, just our subscriber only Zoom happy hours where, you know, Alan's hanging out for an hour. We're all drinking beers or having a good time. And he's talking about this himself and, the cool thing is covering the league for you know a decade plus. I've got a lot of relationships around, and we're gonna have some special guests that are a hell of a lot of fun, you know, throughout the whole process. And hey, you get to f- help feed my kids too, so that'd be great. <laughs> yeah, I know some of those promotions include uh, some craft beers. Is that is that I remember seeing yes. one or two of those? Yes, yes. You know, right now because New York State sucks, we can only ship beer throughout New York State. <laughs> we got to change those laws. I mean, well, you know, get rid of this COVID situation and let's figure out a way for beer to get shipped out of state. But yeah, if you are in New York state for some reason, we, and you want to subscribe, let me know. And I'll get some, some uh, Hamburg beer out to you. And uh, <laughs> Hey, I'll, I'll let you know this now. Um, I'll be announcing it uh, next week, but we're going to have like a pretty big, like draft launch at go long. And at which point we'll have some merch, you know, subscribe and maybe you'll get some cool uh, go long swag. Well, that's, that's good. I mean, the stories and the podcast and the access is, is enough, but you throw the merch on there and it's, it's really a no brainer. Tyler, 
really appreciate you taking the time. And again, it, it was a lot of fun. Thank you. Thank you, man. That was a lot of fun. Appreciate you. Thanks again to Tyler Dunn from Go Long with Tyler Dunn for joining us on the podcast today. If you enjoyed our conversation, make sure that you subscribe to Lockdown Bears to keep up with all of our daily, in-depth Chicago Bears news and analysis. As the week goes along, we'll start doing a couple more deep dives into specific quarterback options for the Chicago Bears. Tomorrow, we will be joined by your boy Q from Locked On Raiders. We'll talk about the Derek Carr situation and his relationship with John Gruden, whether or not the Bears have any chance of adding Derek Carr, as well as his backup quarterback, Marcus Mariota, what kind of talent he has, what we saw from Marcus with the Raiders, and whether or not that will require a trade or if uh, he could just be available on the free agent market. Then we'll talk to Chris Russell from Locked On Washington football team a little later this week about Alex Smith and his situation. Again, trade or free agent release and whether he's even a viable option and an upgrade over Nick Foles. And then we'll have a, a little bit more of a wide-ranging quarterback discussion with Mark Schofield the day after that. So a lot of good interviews coming for you all week long. Not planning on a Friday podcast this week. Going to take that one off unless we get some huge Bears breaking story, a big quarterback deal or anything like that. I'll certainly jump in and be ready for that. But otherwise, expect four this week, but four great interviews, including just a really fun one today with Tyler. So I, I want to thank him again for that. I hope you enjoyed the conversation. I hope you learned something. I hope you had some fun with us along the way. I, I, I know I sure did. It, it was a lot of fun with me. And I hope more than anything, it helps you bear down.